at 25 minutes to 10. It is a Thursday. Tim Lundy is with us. How are you doing, Tim Lundy? I'm doing fantastic. Hmm? Must yeah. we do the, how's your ankle, Tim? Are you <laughs> feeling better, Tim? It's been a month, so yeah, it should should be no wonder you're looking so grumpy <laughs> I haven't been on the you've got like mountain withdrawal symptoms dog <laughs> exactly <laughs> look at you um since we last spoke rescues anything on the mountains it's been a very busy week really yeah it's been very very busy um five in total um one was not activated because the people were found and there was nothing wrong mm-hmm. and then other four were quite quite serious really yeah so yeah, the guys have been busy. I think the the crazy season for us has started. Mm. So it's uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. So just try and be careful when you're out there. Let's be careful, guys. Please let us be careful. What we are talking about uh, is the history of the back table. Yeah, yeah. What is the back table? Too? So so if you if you've got Table Mountain at mm. the front, at the back of that lower down is is sort of the back side of of table mountain also known as the back table so if you're looking at if you're in kirstenbosch and you're looking up at those mountains mm. that's the side of the back table okay um if you look towards cape town and the, the mountains get higher and higher that's the side of table mountain what makes a back table i mean what is it about back so table? the back table is is quite large it's it's very very big um it's a huge area with lots of um different routes that are coming from below coming up and um, intersect with each other and so whenever you come up onto the back table you've got options to go in all sorts of directions mm-hmm. um, it's also one of the areas where a lot of people do get lost because um, you know when the when the mist comes in it is very easy to get lost up there and also there are some dams there right so dams that used to serve as a city back exactly in the day. so there are five dams if, if you've never been up there it is definitely worth a walk up and there are many, many routes going up um, from the Camps Bay side. Um, the most, uh, the least amount of work. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at me, this guy. <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> Tim was looking down and then least amount of work. And he looks at me, he's like, what? <laughs> so uh, let's call it the Coquetso route. <laughs> <laughs> yes how many hours it's <laughs> it's around about an hour hour and a half that's saying um, that's saying <laughs> now we're talking and it's a road as well so hello <laughs> <laughs> if you get really tired you probably catch a lift up or down if there's a vehicle coming <laughs> so um that's known as the bridal path which goes from constantia neck mm. and that takes you up and when you when you reach the top you immediately pass um the, one of the, the younger dams, in fact, the youngest of, of all the five dams, which is De Villiers Dam. Mm-hmm. It's also one of the smaller ones. There are three smaller ones and then two larger ones. So around about the 1880s, Cape Town had oh, a water crisis. Hello. Is, yeah, exactly. Surprise. It was one of those, a little bit different to the one we've got right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically didn't have enough dams at the time they didn't have enough catchment area yeah so it was decided that that water would be a great place to catch water so they they then started to build um what is known as woodhead dam and very soon after they started building it they realized sort of halfway through it that this just wasn't going to be enough that the city was growing at such a rate Mm. that they needed to build another dam Mm. so they then started building Healy Hutchinson, which is the biggest of the five, 
directly behind it. And while they were doing that, they then started building the other three, which is Victoria, Alexander, and then De Villiers, mm-hmm. which is on the old Hout Bay, the Dyser River, the right. old course. Now that was diverted and now goes from Woodhead, at the bottom of Woodhead Dam, um, which is Dyser Gorge. That's where the Dyser River now heads down that way. We're hiking with Tim Lundy. We're talking about um, the uh, back table and the dams that are there. Are you one of those who's been fortunate enough to um, hike up there and experience the dams and all that is this there? I remember, um, Tim, uh, a while back we were talking about uh, the back table, actually, the two mm. of us. And you you also shared uh, with me uh, some of the other like historical um points and areas that one yeah. can actually uh, go and, and explore there as well. So besides the, the dams, what, what else is there? Yeah, I mean, look, there's, there's loads. I mean, at one point, you know, when you're building dams, that from the start to the finish was over 10 years hmm. that they were building these dams. So it's not like every day they could get into a car and drive up Yeah, because they were built in 1890s. There were no cars. So, hmm. it you know, it it was... One of those cases where you either have to hike up every day, mm. um, and when you've got a couple of hundred people, that's just not going to be very viable. Are you saying that they didn't have Toyota Hiluxes then? Mm-mm, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> what is their problem? <laughs> they couldn't afford it? <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. So, <laughs> so, they, so they basically started a village up there. Yeah. So they would obviously come down after a week or two or whatever. I don't know how long they would spend up there, but... It just made more sense economically and time-wise to actually just live on the back table. Mm. So they had like a little bit of a village. They had a post office. They had um, a shop um, of which the remnants of of that you can still see to this day. The concrete flooring you can still see in the bush if you know where to find it. So it's not as if the structures themselves. um, Are there some that that still exist, the structures? The only structure that actually still exists that was built in 1904, which was three years before the end of, of De Villiers, when De Villiers was the last one to be to be finished off. Mm. Um, the Mountain Club of South Africa, that hut is still there to this day. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it always makes me laugh when you go into into the Mountain Club of South Africa's little hut. Mm. The doors are really, really small <laughs> and very low. And a lot of these buildings, when they were built at that time, for some reason... They're very, very. Lo- the door frame is very low. So Maybe there were smaller people. More th- <laughs> exactly. I mean, just because you are Tim Landy <laughs> as big as you are. <laughs> Tim Landy is with us. Have you been? Have you explored any of the um, the, the features, the dams that he speaks of? Um, we're talking about the back table. What's the story about the two tunnels through the mountain? Okay, so you've got five dams. Now you've got to get that water off the mountain. Um, so before they even started building the dam, they started actually constructing Woodhead Tunnel, which I've never been through it, and it is actually illegal to go through it. You're not allowed to go through it because it is over 100 years old now. It's obviously abandoned. Mm. Um, and it, all it did was just carry the pipeline. So once they dammed the water, it then went down the river, and then they diverted it into the tunnel mm. or into a pipe, which mm. runs through the tunnel. So that tunnel is still there, and the, the the headstone is still at the tunnel. It it it's fascinating to go and go and find it. If you do go there, though, you have to have a permit because it's within the Orange Kloof, um mm. restricted area. How big is the tunnel? It, according to people I've spoken to, it's around about four hundred meters long. 
Um, and width? But width, it's tiny. It's, I mean, you, oh, so I you don't, you're, you're not going to be like a bright spark and want to uh, go through that. No, no. I mean, because it just had space for the for the actual pipes. It's got space for people to go through, but they don't want people going through because it's not like the Torres Glove Tunnel where it's nice and lined and yeah. everything. It's literally they cut through the mountain yeah. and they just left it. As you know, you know, there's probably line. some bright spark one day who decided to be bright. Eh? I'm sure there have been people that have have tried mm-hmm. to go through it, um, and and yeah, if they get caught doing it, they will be in in huge trouble with Sam Parks because it is a restricted area for a yeah. start. Um, and the tunnel is off off um, um, off limits. And the railway line. So once you, um, basically, what they did um, to get the guys up and get equipment up and and sort of day to day stuff, they obviously had to build a cable car. Mm. Um, and this week, I actually posted on my Facebook group a picture that was doing the rounds um, of the actual cable car with two guys. In the cable car, and the cable car was full. So the two people, if you can imagine a small box, um, two guys in this box, and um, that was all there was. Which side did it run? The same side, or which side of the mountain did so the, the old the cable, rain, uh, cable the, car run? The cable car station, which is still there today, the remnants, the, the remains of of what is left, is uh. still there um, because all the stonework is there. And I mean, the stonework alone on all these structures is just amazing because it was all hand carved yeah out of the sandstone so beautiful stunning blocks solid rock blocks um and that's still there to to this day um obviously the cable car's gone but you know the 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 platform is still there um and that goes down castile's port which is on the camp space side uh-huh and halfway down Castile's Port, there's a, a area where, which is known as Breakfast Rock, hmm. just sort of a flat rock. As you start to come around the corner, you see Lion's Head and you see the whole of Camps Bay. And when you when you're standing on that rock, if you look very carefully, you'll actually see where the legs were for the 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 turning point, the mast or the mm-hmm. I don't know what you would call it. But that was the the one pillar that would help um, with with getting the the cable car around the corner and, and, and further down to where the pipe track is. Wow. So the the railway line actually ran from the top of the cable car all the way to where they were building the dams, which is quite a distance. It's a couple it's probably about two, three kilometers. Mm. Um and obviously heavy machinery and stuff, they would have to move all of that stuff. So they then built the railway line. But of course to have a railway line you need to have a train. Mm-hmm. So they had a steam train on the top of the back table and when you go to the museum yeah the waterworks um, museum the waterworks yes. museum inside it they actually built the building around the train that's a tiny little steam train brilliant condition um and fascinating all the pictures are there the picture that i posted is up there um and a lot of the tools that they used are in the museum and the museum is on the back table it's on the back table just in front of healy hutchinson wow. um damn and it it's it's yeah. You when you look at the pictures, you actually get to see the kind of life that these guys had to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it was particularly nice for anybody that was living up in the conditions because the back table can become quite um, overcast and and miserable often. Even yeah. when it's nice and sunny down at the the bottom, it can be quite nasty up up top there. You know when when you live in the city and of course the mountain is there and everything and you don't necessarily know of the back table or even have the opportunity to go up you 
could easily not imagine mm. this life that existed. Yeah, there. exactly. I mean, we're, we're talking about, um, you know, a, a long period of time where people resided on that mountain, built all this yeah. infrastructure that you, you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and not many of us know of it unless you meet a Tim Landy who's going to tell you. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... And and there are a lot of people that have have been up and, and seen it, but have not actually known what it what it's all about. Um, the railway line, I don't think is there anymore. If it is, it's buried because I've never actually seen it. But I know the the route that that the railway line is on, um, and then the old cable station, of course, and the old post office and stuff. The the foundations are still there. Mm. Um, and then, of course, once you get the water off the mountain or through the mountain, you've now got to get it. To a water treatment plant. So the one at Clough Neck, I don't know if you know where that is. There's a big, big building there, mm-hmm. and that's still in use to to this day. Um, you've got to have a pipeline that's got to feed that. So you've now got to have people that have got to build that pipeline, mm-hmm. um, and that's known as the pipe track, which you can walk on tomorrow, and it follows the pipe the whole way. So you'll be walking on top of the pipeline and then at times the path will then cut into a ravine and you'll see the pipeline going straight across. And then you get to see what kind of the size of the pipes that they had to try and carry. Because again, they didn't have cranes and and trucks to, to deliver these things. These things were all carried by horse and cart and by human power. We're hiking with Tim Landy. Have you had the opportunity to go and explore the back table? Maybe you've also been to the Breakfast Rock? Breakfast Rock, yeah. Breakfast on, Rock. On Castile's Port. Um, share your stories with us. Um, 021-446-0567. Tim, because we've spoken about this before, mm. um, and it is unfortunate that you are still recovering. We're going to have to wait for you to <laughs> to just get your act together. Um, but we need to go. Yes, no, absolutely. And so that is one of the, the if you found and if you're finding what uh, Tim is sharing with us to be interesting enough for you and you want to see for yourself like I do, uh, at some point we will announce a date and yeah. we go there. Yeah, I mean, I, I unfortunately this year for me now... Um, up until Christmas is going to be full. I've got lots of um, guided walks, and I'm going to be doing it's it's season. So. Listen to this guy. <laughs> so yeah. unfortunately, did you, did, did you hear what Lily? Did you hear what he just did? He did like a I'm busy. <laughs> Tim's on some. Um, uh, let me check my schedule. Actually, mm, no, I'm busy. Uh, maybe next time. Eh? <laughs> this is how they grateful. How grateful he is. <laughs> Well, coming on here has definitely made it <laughs> made it for me. <laughs> Go and check out the website. I keep on hiking with Tim Lundy, and he did mention the photo of the two guys that are in the. I don't know. Is that a basket? What do you call it? It's, um, yeah, I mean, it looks like a little box that's yeah, it, hanging on a cable. I mean, I I don't know that I would want to go in that thing. They look very comfortable, though. This is, um, uh, of course, we're talking about the old uh, cable car uh, running from the top of uh, Castile Puert, the old uh, cable station from a uh, hundred years ago. Yeah, uh, the two guys finished uh, in eighteen ninety one. The two guys sitting in the box, uh, looking at the photographer. It's, it's a nice photo as well. But also, you look at the, the the size of this box. I mean, it just fits the two of them yeah, exactly. So I can only imagine in getting material up there, it uh, it took a while. Yeah. So I actually discovered the other day because I, I put a, a when they when they brought the the 
steam train yeah. from overseas. They built, I think it was built in Scotland. They got you, and of course now, what do you do? <laughs> You're not exactly going to get that steam train onto that box. Yeah. So the whole thing had to be disassembled. Wow, and of course. put into pieces. So then I said, well, can you imagine trying to get that, even the pieces, trying to get it up, which just didn't make sense. Mm. And um, somebody on Facebook basically said to me, no, they, they, that's when they built the road. So I wasn't aware of, of when the road was actually built from Constantinec up. Mm. But it makes sense that they would have then used that road. They built the road just so that they could get the steam train up and, and other other goods up because the, the cab car is just far too small. Yeah. I'm looking at that comment by Johan Hatzenberg on your um, Cape Town Hiking with Tim yeah. Landy saying the steam engine was taken up um, in pieces with sledges pulled along what is now the Jeep track. Yeah. So, I mean, sledges, I mean, it's just to try and actually put that into like a thought process compared to what we have today. It's just, it's amazing that they got the whole thing up and then put it all back together again. Um, so that they could continue building um, Healy Hutchinson. And when you go there, you, you look at the workmanship of those dams. Mm. They're over 100 years old. Mm. They're still perfectly fine working working order. They still p- provide the city with water to this day. Unfortunately, um, those of us who would want to go have to wait. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tim, Tim is like a Tim is like a popular hotel. <laughs> I'm in season right now. The rates are high. <laughs> we have to wait. We have to wait until April. <laughs> After high season, it's like, uh, do you have time for us, Tim? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now I do. Yeah, okay, come. <laughs> I've got time. No, but <laughs> I mean, I joke, but I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll definitely go. We'll go up in the new year in 2018. Yeah, we look forward to that. But Tim, have you have you found that um, there are other areas, other uh, you know, historical landmarks in and around the mountain that we need to explore? I mean, obviously, yes, there is the back table, but oh yeah, no, there's you know, loads. There are others that we need there's to know loads. of. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, there's loads. Um, King's Blockhouse comes to to mind. Mm. Um, Bay, she's Kabonkelberg. Uh, um, you've got the first radar that was um, ever in Africa um, for World War II because they were worried that the Germans were going to be maybe invading um, the South African coast, which never happened. So it never actually got to be put into use. But the, the, those um, sorry, buildings I'm, are still there. I'm sorry. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid, right? Okay, I'm going to tell. I'm going to give give away my stupidity. Uh, so. You know, you talk about they they thought that the Germans were going to attack, right? And I'm a huge uh, fan of the movie Snatch, right? And, the, and then there's a part in the movie where one of the guys is carrying a gun, and then <laughs> it's like, "What are you, <laughs> what are you scared of? The Germans?" <laughs> I'm sorry, the stupid in me came out there, but <laughs> but I get your point. I get your point. I get your point. Right, back to the back table. <laughs> Um, it's Thursday. <laughs> no, look, I mean, yeah, Chapman's Peak. We remember we spoke about mines. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's loads of of um, areas like that that you can explore. Um, Hart Bay has got lots of places. Simon's Town as well has got lots of um, places up on Red Hill. Mm. Um, yeah, no, there's there's lots and lots of places that you can can go and visit and and explore around Cape Town that. A lot of it has kind of just withered away. Yeah. Um, purely because there's just too much of it for us to try and 
yeah, finances to try and actually rehabilitate it and stuff. But it's still, still all there. Tim, we're out of time. We've got some giveaways that we need to do and pay some ads as well. But we mm. appreciate you as usual. Um, you can go to capetownhiking.co.za. And also there is uh, Hiking Cape Town on Twitter. And there is Cape Town Hiking with Tim Lundy on Facebook, which is where you can see that photo of um, the old cable station where it is located. Yeah. Appreciate it, my brother. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much, Tim Lundy. I've got a giveaway. We... Um, Got caught, so caught up yesterday that we need to do this twice today. Uh, we've got a, um, two, one set of actually two sets of double tickets to give away to the successness festival. If you find yourself at half time and need to reconnect, recharge and refocus, then you can't miss the successness fest to be inspired by Alan Amber of Spur, Tim Noakes, Chris Bertich, Dr. Eve and many more. Plus there's workshops to help you reimagine and design your game changing second half successness fest, a festival to refuel you at half time on Saturday, the 28th of October at the Zip Zap Dome. Book your tickets now at successness.com. That is successness.com. Two sets of double kit tickets to give away. Question one, which area of the mountain have we been discussing this evening from Tim with Tim Landy? Question number two, where was the old cable station located?